Unlock your Bible. Discover the true meaning of life. Learn the cause of world problems and the astounding solution. Prove for yourself what the future holds. In the Trumpet Literature Library, you will find answers to life's most important questions. Explore these vital titles on Trumpet Bookshelf. Welcome to Trumpet Bookshelf. I'm Grant Turgeon. Edward R. Murrow was probably America's greatest news journalist ever. Philadelphia Church of God Pastor General Gerald Flurry made this statement in Lesson 16 of our free Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course. Mr. Flurry continues, Murrow tried to get the press to cover more serious subjects in order to prevent the news media from becoming a vast wasteland. He believed it was essential for the future of Britain and America. But he finally admitted that the press wouldn't listen to him or anybody else. Now, Edward R. Murrow was the brave journalist who broadcasted from London during the Blitz, during the relentless Nazi bombing of London. Essentially, bombs were dropping all around him, and he was broadcasting from right in the middle of that assault. And to America's great shame, somehow knowing that our brothers in Britain were getting attacked like this was not enough motivation for us to join World War II. Seeing that kind of evil inflicted upon our closest ally did not motivate most American people to stand up and confront Adolf Hitler and the Nazis. Now, this does illustrate an extremely important lesson of the human experience how so often it is so easy for us to not care unless we are personally affected. Unless we personally suffer from bombings, as in this case during World War II, or from a particular devastating economic policy, or from supply chain disruptions, or from lockdowns and other coronavirus restrictions, unless we personally are affected, so often we just don't care. That is especially the problem among the radical left. People with cushy jobs who live in a bubble and don't care what the everyday man has to go through and how actual real life policies affect actual real life people. You would think that Americans witnessing and listening in to Edward R. Murrow as he broadcasted to America 
from the Blitz in London would want to crush the Nazis. People today talk so much about how they hate the Nazis while acting just like the Nazis. People back then probably loved to talk about how much they hated evil. And yet when it came time to do something, they didn't do anything. Every night, Edward Murrow broadcasted a warning to America and he urged America to enter and end World War II and yet the Americans did not do it. The press didn't listen to him. The people didn't listen to him. They didn't listen to Winston Churchill pleading to them for help. Now, Mr. Gerald Flurry continues here in lesson 16 of our free Bible correspondence course. This is the problem of all mankind. And that attitude is why we face the black prophecies. We bring them upon ourselves and then often blame God. You see, bombings like London suffered during World War II at the hands of the Nazis, diseases and viruses, weather disasters, financial crashes, wars, famine, crime and violence, all of these things are curses. Curses that God either allows or causes to punish us. Your Bible is very clear about the only way that leads to peace, joy, happiness, abundance, contentment. Yet, so often, we do not care enough to heed. Way back in 1957, the late Worldwide Church of God founder Herbert W. Armstrong wrote in the Good News magazine, November 1957, an article titled, Why America is Cursed. This article is specifically about America, but you could easily apply it to the entire world. Now, Mr. Armstrong writes here, America has strayed so far away from her God that she does not realize what blessings could be hers if she served him and what doom is soon to strike because she rejects him while professing to worship him. So we're talking about this attitude of hearing a warning but doing nothing about it, not caring until our own lives are affected, not listening until it is too late. This attitude of spiritual drowsiness and slumber. God warns repeatedly. He tells us exactly what to do to avoid suffering. And yet we just so often don't listen to him. Mr. Armstrong continues, 
the nation today does not know that serving and obeying the ways of God is the way and the only way that leads to increasing and perpetual prosperity, peace, and happiness. America does not know that God's laws are for our good, our protection. Well, could we honestly say that about human laws? Are human mandates and restrictions these last couple years really for our good and our protection? Do human leaders really have our best interests at heart? I guarantee you that God does. His laws really are for our benefit. Mr. Armstrong writes, America's false shepherds teach the people that God's laws are bad for us. Therefore, these false preachers have led the nation into unhappiness, discontent, suffering, and headed it into chaos and toward doom. That's right. That's what we're facing today. Because we don't listen. Because we don't care at least in general. Some people do, but they are in the vast minority. Mr. Armstrong in this article, Why America is Cursed, focused on the biblical book of Deuteronomy. The book of Deuteronomy is the last sermon ever given by Moses. His essentially last will and testament. The last words he wanted the nation to ponder before he was gone. And a major theme of this sermon is exhortation to love God's law. How different would our lives be if we obeyed the law better? This law that is meant to help us and be a benefit to us. Did you know that God makes a number of specific commands that we directly as a nation, as a human race, contradict that we directly disobey and rebel against? Is it any wonder that we are cursed? That your Bible prophesies of destruction coming upon us? There is cause and effect. Obedience leads to life. Disobedience leads to death. It's really that simple. There's no third or fourth way. It's God's way or Satan's way. So Moses here in the book of Deuteronomy reminds Israel of God's law and the blessings of keeping God's law. And he got specific about how to keep it. He said here, 
Moses did. Deuteronomy 6, verse 3. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with you, and that you may increase mightily, as the eternal God of your fathers has promised you, in the land that flows with milk and honey. Verse 5, and you shall love the eternal your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Does that verse describe the world today? Do we love God above all else? Really? This is a distraction-filled world, a chaotic world. And it's so hard for us to embrace silence and solitude. God so often speaks in a still, small voice. Yet we can't hear it because we're bombarded by dozens of other voices. We're so distracted. And obviously, distraction is not conducive to deep thought, deep Bible study. Distractions clutter our lives and distort our priorities. And it leads to all kinds of problems. Mr. Armstrong wrote, that is the first and the most important precept which America breaks today. No one will claim that our people as a nation loves the true God quite that much. No, we do not love God with all our heart, all our soul, and all our might. At least not nationally. At least not collectively but we individually can choose to do so and we can escape the punishment. Notice what Moses warned the people a little further on here in Deuteronomy chapter six. And this is uh, verse 11 or no verse 12. Then beware lest you forget the eternal which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Verse 14, you shall not go after other gods of the gods of the people which are round about you. So now Moses is warning against paganism, idolatry, forgetting God. What is called Christianity today is so far off from what your Bible actually says. Your Bible says we should live by every word. It does not say that any part of God's law is done away. It does not say that Jesus Christ came to earth to do away with the law. And it doesn't, it certainly, the Bible certainly does not say we should embrace pagan customs and beliefs and philosophies. Your Bible issues specific commands regarding health. And when we break those health laws, we are cursed. 
you can look on our website, pcg.church, and and search any health-related keywords and find plenty of material about the health laws. Diet, exercise, sleep, fresh air, and, and, and really just not putting our trust in doctors, not trusting in human concoctions ingested or injected. That is not the source of healing. In some ways, doctors can have value to us, but God calls himself the great healer. And he has specific laws that will benefit our health if we will just obey. Deuteronomy 7 talks about God taking away from you all sickness. And he promises he will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt upon you. And that's related to law keeping. God says, if you obey me, you can live a healthy life. How interesting. Deuteronomy 12 verse 8 says, You shall not do after all the things that we do here this day. Every man whatsoever is right in his own eyes. Mr. Armstrong writes, America violates that command above all. By teaching that sin is doing what is contrary to your own conscience, the preachers lure the people away from the laws and commands and ways of God and teach them to do what is right in their own eyes. This, which God condemns, is made to appear to be righteousness and Christian. But by condemning the laws of God, they make God's true ways appear to be evil. This is America's religion today, and America is under a divine curse. God makes specific laws about health, about our finances, about our religious practices, about lending money even. And really, there's a specific command in Deuteronomy 23 verse 19 against extracting interest from a fellow citizen. It says that interest can only be applied to a foreigner. Well, isn't interest a major part of the credit trap today? Aren't people enslaved to debt because of this idea, this concept of interest? Not only do you have to pay back the loan, you have to pay back usually thousands of dollars extra when buying a house, when buying a car, whatever it might be. And that's just how our economic system works today. Even though God specifically speaks against interest. Did you know that? So there are many commands that Moses reminds the ancient Israelites of in the book of Deuteronomy. And then Moses warns of 
the curses that will come upon the people should they choose to disobey. He says you will overflow with prosperity if you obey, but if you disobey, you will be taken as slaves. You will be torn apart by your enemies. And in fact, ultimately, you will be torn apart by God. God will inspire and direct your enemies. And he will inflict plagues and diseases. And he will take away all peace of mind. We hear all the time today about mental health and struggles in that area. God said he would take away our peace of mind. Is that happening? Interesting. Now, this is really a strong article from Mr. Armstrong. It can be pretty corrective. But notice what he says here at the end. America is to be blessed or cursed according to her own deeds. See, it's your choice. It's my choice. Which way will we choose? Will we choose life or death? God or Satan? Light or darkness? This whole life is about whether we will obey God. Whether we will be blessed or cursed. Mr. Armstrong wrote, God save America. God help America to wake up and come to her senses. America today stands doomed. Now, that is a staggering, sobering warning. And this is the result of ignoring God until it is too late. But there is a way of escape. It's all about obedience. It's all about having the humility to let God teach us. It's all about accepting Christ's sacrifice and living a better way. It's about watching and praying. Watching as world events fulfill prophecy so we can know that the return of Jesus Christ is near and we can prepare accordingly. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Trumpet Bookshelf. You've been listening to Trumpet Bookshelf. Please email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for new episodes every Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time.